Hey, this is Brian Baker with BrianNumberBaker.com and eDrumming Radio. In the next few minutes, we're going to get into how to record electronic drums, and I'm going to walk you through the whole process. Here we go. Welcome to the e-drumming radio podcast where we feed our addiction for e-drumming and virtual drum technology. Virtual addiction. And now your host, Brian Edward Baker. Okay, so how to record electronic drums. Um, so I wanted to start this whole discussion with, um, just kind of a, a background, I guess, if you will. Um, I have recorded a detailed video on YouTube and if you want to see the detailed walkthrough, you can go to YouTube and look for Brian Baker, how to record electronic drums, and you can get a detailed, uh, walkthrough where I'm, I'm sharing a screen, I'm talking on the screen and I'm, I'm giving you guys a step-by-step uh, through all these details we're going to hit today. Uh, it is totally different from this podcast, uh, and I, I, I kind of looked at it and listened to it, and while the the, the detailed walkthrough video is uh, very awesome and, and very, very detailed, it it uh, is not really suitable for a podcast, I don't think. So I've decided that I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, take you guys through this, you know, without as much fluff as possible. I don't want any fluff. Um, and I'm even going to go through some definitions just for those people that are complete noobs have never, ever, ever used electronic drums or even virtual drum plugins. So anyway, if you want the detailed walkthrough, cruise over to YouTube, check out Brian Baker and how to, how to record electronic drums. Okay, cool. That being said, let's get into this thing. So in the next few minutes, we're going to cover, uh, you know, what, electronic drums are we're going to cover you know the wikipedia definitions of what virtual drum plugins or vsts are we're going to cover what you need uh we're going to cover uh how it's routed the wiring or signal flow if you will i'm going to get into that and i'm going to get into the process from start to finish and you know explain what i can uh about that through the podcast format here now um stick with me to the end i've got a a a free gift for you and uh just hang out with me and I will, I'll tell you what that is. So anyway, so let's dig into this. So at the risk of boring you, I don't want to bore you, but I do want to define a couple things. So I'm actually going to read these definitions out loud. Um, just like I said, for the new people and uh, get into this. So if you've never recorded drums before, uh, let's, let's, let's get into what elect drum, electronic drums are. This is the Wikipedia definition, so you can Google it yourself if you want to. Uh, so, here we go. Electronic drums is a modern electronic musical instrument primarily designed to serve as an alternative to an acoustic drum kit. Okay? Electronic drums consist of an electronic sound module that produces the synthesized or sampled percussion sounds and a set of pads, usually constructed uh, in a shape to resemble drums and cymbals, um, which are equipped with electronic sensors or triggers, right? to send an electronic signal to the sound module, which outputs a sound to the player. Like regular drums, the pads are struck by drumsticks, and they're played in a similar manner to an acoustic kit, with some differences in the drumming experience. So, 
just to kind of break that down, when they say that they're shaped like drums, they mean they're round, <laughs> right? So, uh, and the cymbals kind of look like cymbals, you know, they're kind of shaped the same, probably rubber, they're going to be designed to be quiet. Uh, so that's their definition of an electronic kit. So you guys have all seen them, you know, rolling kits, Yamaha kits, etc. It's just, it's, it's a, usually a pad setup or a mesh head type drum. It's going to have, you know, uh, rubber cymbals with various striking zones, etc. And, you know, they're made to be as close to the real thing as possible. Um, and I, I think that that is a subjective thought. I mean, it's, it's going to depend on, the, you know, the player on how much, you know, what you like, what you think is real, how real this feels. And there are some pretty good ones out there. Um, so let me move on to Virtual Drums plugin. I'm going to knock this out real quick. Or VST, which is actually a virtual studio technology, a little typo on my part, a Virtual Drums plugin VDP. Um, so let me get into that. So the Wikipedia definition for a Virtual Drum plugin is a uh, VST which stands for Virtual Studio Technology and is the term used when referring to instrument or effect plugins uh, within a DAW. And if you don't know what a DAW is, it's, it's a digital audio workstation. So that lives on your computer, right? So let me go through that sentence one more time. So you have Virtual Studio Technology, known as a plugin, that lives within your digital audio workstation, i.e. recording software, on your computer. All right, so it's a software that runs on a software, right? Uh, you may also hear, back to the definition, VST instruments, or VSTs, is being referred to as samples, right? Samples usually come in a library bundle called a sample library, right? You can use your electronic kit as a MIDI controller, allowing you to play the drums like normal and have a computer output the audio of professionally recorded drum kits. So, you know, that's my last sentence, right? That was me. So, basically, the Virtual Drums plugin is, is uh, drum samples that have been recorded in a top-notch studio, uh, and these days, instead of being one microphone in a room with one drum being hit at different velocities, so you get this sound that's, you know, varied in, uh, volume levels or threshold, if you will, um, that's what they would use for the old electronic kits. And that's the typical drum kit sound module sound is one microphone, one drum sampled at different, uh, at different levels of you know, volume, you know, different, you know, you're, you're hitting the drum at different, different uh, velocities, if you will. That's what I meant to say earlier, velocity, so not threshold. Anyway, um, but these VST samples are different in that they're going to be multiple microphones on a drum set, including the room mics and overheads and the direct mics, um, run through, you know, uh, preamps and compressors, etc., and whether they EQ or clean those up or not, you know, I think that depends. A lot of times they're pretty raw, but that mic bleed and all the microphones around, say your snare drum, when you're doing the snare drum hits or, you know, creating those samples, those mic, the mic bleed and the other mics, what gives like a drum set that really good sound in a, in a live recording environment is what they use to create the samples themselves. And then they edit these things down with all the mics and you end up with, you know, different, different, the different microphones from around the kit in the, in the studio, including the room mics, at your disposal. What's awesome is these, these plugins are completely editable uh, in their, the plugin's got a mixer and you can adjust all your levels and everything and it's amazing. It's so cool. So anyway, all right, enough for the definitions, moving on. So I'm going to get into what you need now. So, uh, and this is going to 
seem a little repetitive as I go from what you need to what's routed when we're talking about wiring or signal flow to the process because I, I, I tend to list things out in the way I'm thinking about it from the drum set to the computer or to the speakers all the way from where you're hitting the surface of the drums clear out to the speakers coming back at your, 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 uh, your face, you know, like in the studio. So whether we're talking about uh, what you need or how it's routed or what the process is um, there's going to be a little bit of repetition so bear with me on that okay but I think with a little bit of overview um, and then a little bit of um, you know a little bit of you know walking through each piece okay so let's let's step into this now so what you need all right so you're going to need an electronic drum set I'm just going to list these off for you all right you're going to need a USB cable and or audio cables you're going to need a computer and it can be Windows or Mac you're going to need uh, recording software, also known as the digital audio workstation. You will need your virtual drum plugin or VST for uh, capturing your MIDI hits from your electric kit. You're going to need uh, an audio interface, and this is for listening back and capturing audio. And then you're going to need ear monitors or reference monitors or earphones. Now, when I say in-ear monitors or ear monitors, that's what I'm referring to as in-ear monitors. So, like, you see, you know, when you, you know, somebody's singing in a concert and they got those things in their ear that are kind of flush with the edge of the ear. They're not over-the-ear headphones. They're in-ear monitors. So, I use those uh, when I'm recording. Um, reference monitors are going to be important for playback of the music. And then earphones, of course, are, you know, over-the-head earphones. Um, so... And you can you find something like Vic Firth uh, drum monitor phones. You know, are, are excellent. You know, reference monitors are, are great. Uh, reference earphones, rather. Okay. So, um, the next thing is how it's routed. So, all right. So how it's routed, wiring and signal flow. And in this part, I might explain kind of how things are happening to you. Okay. So. You know, the e-kit, of course, you're going to play on. Let me, let me, let me say this. So the e-kit, you're going to play on that, and it's going to carry um, either audio or MIDI signal to the computer. And you can, you can record the drums two ways, right? So let me go through option one just to kind of get a little bit granular on this. So recording the audio, you're going to have your e-kit, and then you're going to have an instrument cable or cables coming out of the electric kit right electronic drum set and that's going to be like a you know like a guitar cable right if you got two or uh stereo you know usually it's, it's instrument cable is going to be like uh not, not a not a stereo cable but like a, a single channel right or left cruising over to mic inputs on your audio interface now this is not the preferred way to do it but i wanted to include it because some people might you know want to try it out you know, and or, and or use it to monitor their sound, right? So after you come out of the e-kit on your instrument cable, um, you're going to go into the audio interface um, on one of those two channels, and then from the audio interface, it's going to go to your computer from the audio interface, okay? So there's going to be a USB cable or something plugging in to the, to the, uh, to the computer, right? All right, and that's how your audio gets from your audio interface to your computer. So then the recording software 
you can do inside the computer, right? You're in a mono or stereo channel and you can capture your audio on a mono or stereo channel. It doesn't really matter. Um, ideally, you're not going to keep this audio track, but um, if you are going to keep it, I would just go ahead and route to a stereo channel and, and kind of keep it as you know mixed as I can in my module. So from the recording software now, um, you got to think about um, how it gets back. So it's going to route back out to your audio interface, the audio itself, okay? And your audio interface is going to carry that audio then to your in-ears, your in-ear monitors, or your headphones, or if you're lucky enough to have a floor wedge or PA speaker nearby, you can you can you can use you know like a like a, it's like a you know 45 degree monitor on the ground, right? So that's how you're going to listen, how it's going to be routed for for the purposes of recording. On playback, you can hit that floor wedge as well, uh, or or if you've got reference monitors, studio monitors, those are those two monitors left and right that are up in front of a mixing board in the studio, you know, and that's that's listening to your playback, you know. Um, there are some budget options for that. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the routing, okay? So it's e-kit to instrument cable to computer, or sorry, to audio interface to computer. Inside the computer, it hits recording software. You're listening at that same time on your audio interface output for your, your headphones or in-ears. And then when you hit you're done recording and you hit stop and save and playback, you're going to hear it on your reference monitor. So it's a separate output for that. And uh, yeah, people like to do it different ways, but that's the audio version. Okay. All right. So moving right along. Option two, recording MIDI signal and using your drum VST, the way, and this is the way I do it. Okay. So your drum plugin, right? So let me give you the high level overview and then I'll go through and walk through the details on this. You're going to come out of your e-kit. Uh, to USB cable, and that's going to go not to your audio interface, but to the Mac or PC that you're using uh, as your as your computer, right? Then it's going to hit the recording software, and it's going to capture this MIDI signal. Now, this is not the audio from the drum set; it's the MIDI signal. So, it's where and how hard you're hitting the drums, and you know what drums they are, and when you're hitting those drums, captured on a MIDI. Uh, channel inside your software right okay cool then it's going to hit the vst virtual drums plugin um, the midi controls the drums and then that audio will then come out and you'll hear that on your audio interface out but to your in-ears while you're recording or your headphones or your floor wedge if you're using a floor monitor and then when you've recorded and stopped and hit playback just like the other one you're going to hear it over your reference monitors now let me walk through this a little bit more detailed. So that USB cable that comes out of your out of your electronic drum set goes to your computer and carries just that MIDI signal, right? It comes in, it's captured on in the recording uh, software on this on this MIDI uh, recording channel that you've created, and then you can choose to either um, run it or either record just the MIDI. Now it's going to hit that MIDI plugin. And you're going to be listening to the, the, the drum plug-in while you're playing. So you need to have, you know, enough memory so that when you're hitting things, there's no latency and it's pretty much in real time. And then you'll be listening to that over the audio interface in your in-ears or your headphones or your floor wedge. And then, of course, 
<clears throat> when you play back, you're going to be hitting those reference monitors. And, uh, you know, if you're just tracking for someone and you're not mixing, you could use your earphones for this. It wouldn't be a big deal. Now, option three. Now, this is probably not done that much. I don't know. It's I'm, I'm a guess on this one because I think you could do it kind of both ways. So while in option two, we're listening to our drum plugin in real time. If you have a latency problem with your plugin and it seems to work best just during playback, uh, you can capture your MIDI and your audio at the same time. Okay. And I'll get to the, the cool little pro tip I just kind of alluded to in a second. But you option three is that you can capture both your audio and your MIDI at the same time. All you do is follow the steps that I've just outlined for both your audio and your MIDI. So you will route both your audio channel and your MIDI channel at the same time, just like I said, uh, two, you know, actually it would be two to three separate channels. So if you're doing a, a mono audio channel, it's going to be a mono, an audio, a single audio channel and a MIDI channel. If you're going to be running uh, stereo audio in, then you'll have two audio left and right and a MIDI channel, right? Okay. And here's the pro tip for this method and what's cool about it. So you can just monitor your audio while you're recording and you don't even have to load your VST plugin until after the recording is over because you're monitoring that audio channel, right? And that allows you to capture MIDI at the same time by arming your MIDI channel and listening to the electronic drum module audio while you're recording, right? So you get to listen to that while you're recording. So... Then, when you play back, what you would do is mute the audio channel, load your drum plug-in, and then let that MIDI, obviously, you know, load that plug-in on the MIDI channel. The MIDI is going to then control your drums and whether they're superior drums, Steven Slate drums, you know, um, addictive drums, whatever. Um, then you can listen to the drums from the plug-in on playback. Once you've got a performance you like, uh, you will just simply mute or delete that um, drum module audio completely and use the plugin. So that is the way it's routed. And now I'm going to walk through the process from start to finish. Now this is going to be a little bit odd because you're not going to be able to see it. And again, you can go to YouTube, look up Brian Baker, how to record electronic drums, and you can actually see this. So it would make a lot more sense. And this is the part I debated about for the podcast, but let me just tell you my process, okay? And I'm just going to run through it, okay? So first thing you're going to do is you're going to walk in your studio, you're going to turn on your e-kit and your computer, obviously. Then you're going to open your recording software, okay? Then you're going to create a recording project. And if you don't know how to do this, go watch my video and you can learn uh, how to do that. And um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Then you're going to create stereo reference channels, of the instruments um, or song you're going to play to. So that's not your drums. That's your, that's your you know, somebody's hired you to play. They got you a guitar track, or maybe it's the whole band already submixed into, into a, you know, a rough mix. You're going to load that up into your recording software. And then I would say at that point right there, save. <clears throat> save early and often is, the, is the, the tip. All right. So then you're going to create an audio or instrument channel for tracking your drums. And it depends on how you're doing it. Option one, option two, option three. You're going to load your VST. Okay. And if you're tracking only MIDI, 
you can you can still load your uh, you know make sure your audio is up so you can hear the drums. Okay. At that point, um, you're going to set your earphone or monitor level with with the reference track. And what I mean is you're going to play that reference track back, and you're going to set your earphone and monitor level or monitor level for for how loud you want the music to be. Okay. Then you're going to arm your drum channel for recording. And that's typically when your monitor is turned on. You can hear your drums. And you're going to make sure that your input signals are coming in and the levels are not too hot. So what I mean by that is like it's not the MIDI signal that's coming in so much. I mean, it is. It's coming in. But the audio that's playing back on that plug-in channel, you want to make sure that it's not it's not too loud. So, so what I'm speaking about here is not the MIDI channel, not to confuse you. It's the actual drums playing back on your, on your plug-in channel. And you want to make sure that those are hitting around, you know, I'd say negative 6 is probably ideal target, but you could probably go down to negative 10 or 12, even 9, something like that, um, just for um, not clipping. Now, the same is going to apply uh, to the incoming audio from the E-Kit. If you're using that, you want to make sure that you're not clipping those 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 channels when they're going into the red. Now, that's that used to be awesome back in the days when you record in analog and it would be on tape, but this is not that thing. It's it's the uh, computer recording. Uh, you don't you don't want to clip. You just don't do it. Just trust me. <laughs> you don't want to clip. All right. So, uh, and here's a tip on that too. So rather than you know, say your drums are not as loud as your reference audio. So your guitars, bass, drums, the you know mix that you're you're tracking drums to. Um, Turn down your reference audio rather than turning up your drums. That way you can also avoid clipping. It's it's you just don't want to clip. Trust me. Um, and you want to deliver a good product to your your client that's not you know screwed up. So there's that. All right. So now you got your drums adjusted to the audio of the reference track and they're equaled out well. Um, you want to set your overall headphone volume at this point, right? So make sure your you know, your main volume out of your audio interface is what we're talking about, not the individual channels on the mixer or inside your studio. Set your overall volume to a good comfortable level. Maybe you got to crank it a little bit if you like to do that kind of thing. Um, and then I say, uh, I, would, I, would, I would recommend doing a practice take. You know, make final adjustments to your audio monitor levels. Now, uh, two schools of thought there. Um, and this is just a simple thing, but a lot of people think, man, I'm just going to do this practice take and then I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the. I'm going to do the. I'm going to start recording. And some people are one-hit wonders. You know, they can they can one take. You know, and they're done. And that's great. Um, here's the thing. Um, if you will just go ahead and hit record while you do your practice run through, it might be a keeper. Go ahead and uh, save that stuff. You know, because you know what if it is right. And you don't hit record, and it just rocks, and you just got, you know, it's it's perfect. Now, it doesn't always happen. I mean, I obviously, I'm a perfectionist. I like to go through things several times, but if I feel like I got a really good take on that first one, I might, I'm going to export all the all the individual files and save it, you know. Okay, so, say you've done your practice take, and it's not what you want, and so you can do better, and you want to do more, and that's time to record your drums. Go ahead and do that. Uh, next step. Once you've recorded your drums, you're going to listen back with your headphones or your reference monitors. Um, and that is the end of this process. So um, 
congratulations. If you like what you're hearing there, you've successfully recorded your electronic drums. And that's, that's all the steps. And I have a special gift I told you guys. If you hung out with me to the end, I'd give you a special gift. I've got a free video course overview of the Design Your Drum Studio Challenge. It is at brianedwardbaker.com. And just click the link for the free video course. All right. All right. So I hope that was helpful for you. And, you know, it was uh, something that you could glean some information from. Again, if you want a detailed explanation of everything in a, in a step-by-step walkthrough where I hold your hand and I go through the whole entire process and show you everything on the computer and, and, and talk to you about the concepts and everything, uh, head over to YouTube and look up Brian Baker, How to Record Electronic Drums. I'd really appreciate that. And uh, if you want to check out my website, uh, the website is brianabrabaker.com. And again, there is a free gift there for you. There is a video of my course, the Design Your Drum Studio Challenge, an overview of that course, and to give you a more detailed explanation of what that's all about. Again, thanks so much, and thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to the eDrum Radio Podcast. Get more fuel for your eDrumming addiction at brianedwardbaker.com slash eDrummingRadio. Until next time, thanks for hanging out.